0: This is Adam tafel and you're listening to The Success Recipe. What's up everybody, thank you for tuning in to The Success Recipe podcast. My name is Adam and I have another amazing episode for you all today. So first things first, it's a very crazy time in the world at the moment, currently uh, under the pandemic, COVID-19, so wherever you are in the world, I hope you are safe I hope you are with loved ones, uh, family, friends, and I hope that you are keeping well in your bubbles. Now, today I am going to be talking to Lauren Dunningham. Now, this kick-ass chick has done it all. She is an elite judge, uh, international judge for the World Hip Hop Championships, which is held annually in the United States, and she's also represented New Zealand in the Battle of the Year, which is a b-boy and b-girl competition. And uh, another string to the bow that she has is she's an amazing health and wellness coach. She inspires and motivates not only individuals, but different communities all around Aotearoa and around the world. So enough from me. Sit back, relax, and tune in for an amazing episode to find out more about Lauren Dunningham. Peace. Awesome. Well, yeah, first I just want to thank you for taking the time to uh, have a bit of a chat and share some knowledge with me. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh man, thank you for having me on your podcast, It's I think it's my first podcast, so this is awesome, it's great to be here.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, I've done a few episodes, but it's my first podcast too, so it makes it both of us, but um, yeah, basically, um, really want to chat to you about some of the amazing things that you've done in your life, so, you know, mm. it appears that you wear many hats, so from an international judge at the World Hip Hop Champs, you know, you've represented New Zealand um, as a beer girl at Battle of the Year a vocalist and singer, and a health coach. So um, plenty of things that I'd like to kind of pick your brains about today if you're happy to to enlighten us with with some of those different things that you've experienced.
1: For sure. Yeah, absolutely. King.
0: Awesome. So um, do you want to just kind of talk about a little bit about sort of where you've come from and, and how things started out for you?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I was born in Auckland, but then when I was about nine years old, I moved to Taupo and I did all my schooling and was raised there. Um, and I think kind of a light, light, like a late bloomer when it comes to, I think, dance my journey. So I didn't start dancing or anything like that till about um, 16, mm-hmm. but when I was in Taupo, um I would always be doing it in my room, um, after school, just all that kind of stuff. And then that sort of merged into starting in my own little hip hop group and then um, going to performing arts school. But at my school, I didn't have dance. So I never took dance at school and I never took, um, I wasn't doing ballet or jazz as as a young girl or anything like that. Um, But it sort of came into my life a little bit later on in life. Mm -hmm. And then I just grabbed it, ran with it, um, went to Excel School of Performing Arts School. uh, And that's where I started to really plug into an industry and to see more. Uh, When I started dance, there was no YouTube or Facebook. So it was very much just like, just inventing my idea of what it was for me at the time, then moving to Auckland, my mind and my brain just exploded when I actually was able to connect with the community around it. Mm. Uh, And it was there where I I joined a dance company called Triple Funk Dance Company, uh, probably my second year of pursuing dance full time. And that gave me such a good foundation for um, how to succeed as a dancer, uh, the mentality behind it, Um, stable income, uh, lots of things like that. So I was very blessed to join a dance company quite early in my dance career that gave me a lot of knowledge and mentorship to actually make it long long lasting. Mm. Um, And yeah, I think as a kid, I was always writing poetry as well as singing. So when I eventually got a platform in dance, I then started to incorporate other things that I was passionate about. Um, Being in Triple Eight Funk Dance Company, for about 12 years. I did it for about six years before moving to Melbourne, um, just to widen my horizon. And we moved our dance company from New Zealand to Australia to um, expand it. And it was funny because I went to Melbourne to get better at hip hop and expand all that kind of stuff. And I ended up completely stopping dancing and actually becoming a bit more of a poet and getting really into the poetry spoken word side of things in Melbourne. Did that for four years and um, was a part of a company called the Center for Poetics and Justice, where I met other poets by entering competitions and we started a business together and then we started doing open mics and facilitating workshops. And I was able to work alongside full-time poets, which I didn't realize existed at the time, but really made me think, well, how can you harness just your passions? And and, and they just really showed me a lot of what was possible, I guess. Uh, And then, yeah, moved back to Auckland after that. And started to do a bit more dancing again. Got into the judging side of things uh, about 2010, 10, 11. Um, and yeah, just became an, just a basic judge because I've been dancing and been in the kind of hip hop scene. And then I got asked to become assistant head judge, which then led to head judge, which now I'm currently for New Zealand, uh, which took me to the World Hip Hop Championships to judge uh, about four times now. And it's been an incredible. Um, just snowball of a journey without a lot of, um, you know, I haven't really gone. This is what I want to do. It's just kind of fell into it, which was quite a fun journey. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So it sounds like you know arts, whether it's dance, poetry, or singing, kind of really is a part of, I guess, what you stand for and what, what you really enjoy. Um, what does the arts do for you as a person? What What is it that's that draws you to the arts specifically?
1: Um, I think because I'm not a very much of an intellect, like I'm not saying I'm not intelligent, <laughs> but um, I do, you know, I, I very much, uh, from a child, you know, I'd hear a song play on the radio and immediately I'd, my favorite game was to imagine myself singing and dancing and doing that thing. So it kind of just was something where my imagination is so big And it just drew me there. And I found a lot of um, self, you know, a way to identify myself, a way to get to know myself, a way to, um, I use it as therapy to let things, help myself understand things, um, helps me understand people. It's a way that I understand the world around me, I think. And it's helped me to understand myself. And by doing that, um, I I really feel that I'm really connected to my authentic self when I'm in that environment. So I think that's what's made me pursue it because it's just what, it's the way I kind of, it's my language, I think, if, if anything else, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And do you, do you feel that, um, you know, there's a difference in terms of the um, levels of engagement or relationships you can have with individuals across the different art forms? So do you find it easier or harder to kind of relate or understand someone through dance versus poetry or singing?
1: Oh yeah great question i think um I think it's kind of the same, just different expressions um I have a lot of dance friends i have a, like most of my friends are kind of you know in the in the art scene and uh, then again, not all of them though um but it is dance that so brings people together, and it's poetry that so brings these things do bring people together and um there is that there is a way that you can just instantly relate to somebody like we'll be overseas say in Japan and just doing some gigs and then we can spot a dancer from a mile away and there's an instant connection so it's, you know that is quite special um, in, in a way um, and that's yeah when I go to the World Hip Hop Champs everyone's just like no matter what country you're from no matter if you can't understand their language everyone's just together so there is that beauty of that absolutely that I love a lot
0: yeah 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 I mean when I was dancing more often and it's just crazy the the universal language of dance you know i i can't speak to poetry or singing, but i'm assuming it's exactly the same but it's crazy how it can literally just break down so many different barriers so many different stereotypes and kind of differences in people because you know they just see them as a dancer and they they speak that same language and it's it's crazy the influence that it can it can have on people from completely different walks of life
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, and 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 in poetry and, and singing, it's it can really um, it's a way of sharing your story, you know, without I guess getting so um, you know into the words of it, or you can just put it in an art form, and to put your story in an art form is such a fun way to do it, I think, and and people can receive it however they want to receive it, and um, it's up to perspective. So, yeah, there's a really powerful method for healing and connecting people. Uh, poetry is, man, I got so just into the spoken word scene because uh, it's so raw and so real. And you can, you can, uh, yeah, it's it brings people together no matter where you're from because everyone's got something to say and everyone's been through a certain experience. So yeah. it really does, you're exactly right, break down those boundaries, break down, the, down those walls and it just makes people people rather than putting people in certain areas. It just... It, yeah, it really connects people in a phenomenal way.
0: How big is the, um, like the poetry spoken work scene in Australia? Is it, is it pretty big?
1: Yeah, well, I think, uh, I haven't been there for six years now, but when I was there, it was growing incredibly, um, and it has grown a lot more since then as well. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of, of slam nights and open mic night nights, and a lot of things that I hadn't come across in Auckland before I left. Um, So it was pumping, yeah, really, really good. And then coming back to Auckland, connecting. um, I'm a member of the South Auckland Poets Collective and I do some facilitation workshops here with Action Education. Um, And the poetry Centre in New Zealand is just all pumping as well. Like everyone's really quite active and keeping it alive. And um, yeah, I, I really love the scenes wherever I go. And when I went to New York, there was even, Different variations there, so yeah, Australia's good. I haven't been there for a while though, but I know that Auckland's doing its thing pretty well.
0: Nice. Do you have a favorite between the three art forms?
1: Ah, ah yes, I do. Which one is it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, I love to sing. Yeah, singing is something that um, I think is the one channel that I'm able to possibly, which is what a journey I'm on currently right now. Uh, just embodying dance, poetry, singing, and just put it all together and then, you know, kind of move forward. I I did live a lot of my life putting myself in boxes, and now I'm at a point where I'm like, well, uh, time to put it all together and time not to, you know, separate anything and bring everything together as one. So I do love singing. Um, it's, It's a journey for me that I think I haven't put a lot of time for in. I have, but I think the one thing we love the most can scare us the most, so... I think now I'm like, oh, yeah, what am I running away from? And that's kind of why I moved to Palmy, so I could really sort of double down on on the skill that I've always put to one side or had hoped that had done something with and, and, you know, didn't. So um, I love dance, I love poetry, but, yeah, there's something really powerful about singing that I, I feel like I'm quite drawn to and the, the sound and how you can heal through frequency I find very fascinating.
0: Awesome, so a lot of your time at the moment is being spent uh, towards putting some some things into action with your singing?
1: Yeah, I'm going through a bit of a reinvention, uh, reinventing myself. Um, But I feel like we should never feel too old to do that. You know, even when I'm in my 50s, why not reinvent myself and start a new skill then? Uh, I believe that, you know, people say life is too short, but I just, I think life is long. Life is a beautiful length to do multiple things and have multiple careers so yeah I'm um, kind of starting a tenure journey at uh, the age of like 32 which is cool I don't mind <laughs> um, and I have been singing all the time but when you really focus on something that's when you start to realize what it takes so yeah I'm doing different recording things different methods I've joined a choir um, bringing in different mentors to help me understand those things and it's been really fun I'm really enjoying it yeah
0: Awesome. And so you're talking about kind of like, you know, starting a new journey with the singing and obviously you've, you've done the dance and the things that you've achieved through dance, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people would only dream to get to this sort of level of success or, you know, call it success or just sort of, you know, ticking things off a list with dance. Um, Do you kind of have a vision for yourself with what you want to achieve or where you want to end up with your singing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um. I'm very attracted to the live, the live music scene. Um, I would love to ultimately have like a 14 piece band or something stupid (laughs) with BVs and horn sections and stuff like that. Like I would love to have a band where the music that I create can be then put through like live music and shows. because I really have a heart for live music and I think it does something to the human spirit and and everything like that and the way it can connect with people. So in future, I would love to um, have music that is recorded at a certain hertz and a certain frequency that does raise the vibration of the human uh, harmonic levels and things like that, but done live with live music. um, And, you know, I mean, I don't really, not really too fussed about, um, like I'd love to do touring and I'd love to do shows, but I think... Um, just anything that means it's possible to be stable. I kind of juggle things a lot um, to make sure that something is stable. And I I think for music, I I believe I just would love to be able to do it. And it's, um, I'm not having to do something else on the side. Mm. Um, And whatever that looks like, I'll be happy with.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Cause we've all, we've all been there as dancers, young hustlers trying to, to balance, keep it stable. And it's funny you mentioned, you know, when you were growing up, obviously I'm same age, but no YouTube. We we couldn't go on YouTube and teach ourselves, right. right? It was like watching Usher videos on on the TV yeah. and breaking it down on the the cardboard boxes. Because I mean, the level of resource and the internet this day, it's crazy what what people can have access to. And um, yeah, it's it's just I think it might be a reflection of the arts in general, but. You know, you've got to get that stability, but it's hard when you're you're just so passionate about something. You just want to see it through, and and I mean, dancers are some of the most determined people I know, man. Like, they just don't give a F, Like, if they want something, they're going to work towards it. So, um, you know, creating a new journey for yourself, um, at this stage of of life is awesome, and you know, it just reflects the the passionate people within the arts. And I mean, props to you. That's awesome. That's basically what I'm trying to do with a podcast because I kind of got to a situation where I found a stable job and the crazy hours of dance just didn't suit that. But I had to do something to just get a creative outlet. So, yeah, this is what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh, man. Man, that's awesome. And I've been listening to your podcast and they're really cool. And it's nice to have people that are from New Zealand that you can listen to. Because a lot yeah. of successful podcasts are quite international guests, you know, mm. so it's nice to have something local.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I ask a lot of the people I speak to as well, like, you know, success is what you make of it. And, you know, a lot of us don't have access to celebrities. We may or may not ever be celebrities. So why not talk mm. to real people, you know, with real journeys and real passions that we can relate to and so you know, maybe that's applicable to anyone and everyone. So it's just trying to be a little bit more real, you know, cause New Zealand have amazing people and we've got real life stories to tell. So if I can get them out there, I just want to be able to let people's voices be heard.
1: That's amazing, my bro. I love what you're doing. I think it's so cool.
0: Yeah, and it's you so know, cool. with COVID-19 lockdown, I just got a little more time to put into it now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. and. It- I hope, I hope to see more, man. It's really cool. It's
0: yeah, that's all powerful. I'm trying to do. Silver lining.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just quickly, so you you you're sort of doing the podcasting with the university, your job. Yeah. And then are you still personal training?
0: No. So I um I lived in the States for five years and that's that's where I was doing the personal training. Um I studied a masters in health science. Um oh, that's,
1: that. that's massive.
0: So yeah, that's where I kind of my my sort of passion for health and wellness was kickstarted not just through kind of like mainstream personal training, but getting the exercise science and sort of health and wellness scene mm. over there. Kind of immersing myself in podcasts and um, yeah, I guess just being over there. You know, it's pretty well known that you know it's a heavily medicated country, um, and yeah. looking at the alternatives, the natural ways, the healthy ways. Um, you know biohacking just ways to just take care of yourself more um, without needing to medicate and that's kind of what had driven I guess the idea of the podcast as well to just kind of let people heal and hear authentic stories you know Um, so yeah here and now it's just working at AUT um, going into schools and interacting with secondary school students and then the podcast so it's pretty much Thanks a journey.
1: For your mahi, Adam. Thank you. Oh, man, so thank cool.
0: you. Just trying to so get cool. everybody heard. Yeah, so, man. Cool. Yeah. Obviously, you've got the singing, but we we kind of connected through this other side hustle you're doing. So you know you're doing multiple things, but you've got your um your little um secrets for self care community growing as well. So can you tell tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. Um. I recently became a health coach and uh, the studies that I did to do that changed my life in so many ways and broadened Mm. my horizon to realize um, healing on a holistic level. Mm. So that became massively passionate, uh, I became very passionate about that. Then I had some clients and after having some clients and seeing their journey and the effect of it, it made me think a little bit more and I just became very passionate about uh, people becoming their own healers Mm. And I thought what a good way to um, To maybe do that health coaching idea on a massive level I thought I wanted to start a page Because I was sort of um, In my dance company I was the internal affairs person So I was the person everyone would kind of go to To just vent out and just talk to Um, And then I had uh, From there I sort of um, Had worked in an organic supermarket Part time throughout my whole dance studies in Korea, and I was like, why is it organic? And then there's New World. Why, what, what, what is that? You know, and I kept, and then I had a, a mother that was a aromatherapist, a father that was a chiropractor, and they just continued to expand my mind and, 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 and everything like that, and I didn't really realize what was around me until I grew a bit older. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, like yourself, I think, um, yeah, the, pharmacy, the illness business, the illness industry really got to me at one part of my stage in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think secrets for self-care it's really about um, people becoming enabled helping people to be their own healers mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it I really don't want to um, act like the guru or feel like I know what's going on uh, the community is still quite a young community I do want to build it to the point where people are sharing a lot more and um, posting their own idea of self-care because self-care is super individual it is um, I can't actually tell you what's going to work for you Mm -hmm. I can just tell you from what what I understand works for me and then you can apply that Um, But I feel like if you can be your own healer Um, you know, obviously we still need the hospitals. We still need all these things to help us But if we start Mm -hmm. with ourselves first and we have the techniques the practices to literally heal ourselves um, that ripple effect I feel is really powerful. Mm. So I started. Um, so yeah, that's what kind of what got me into making the page there. And on top of that, I was the middleman for a lot of things. I uh, distribute supplements. I distribute skincare, weight loss programs. Um, a lot of my friends do things like hemp oil and things like that. So I was constantly the middleman for products that I felt like people couldn't also find for themselves. So I thought, well, this could be a really good page for people to find resources as well as information to help them equip themselves. So it's a bit of a, but I my I, my heart is to do 90% value and 10% product-based stuff. So yeah, hopefully, yeah, just kind of still a baby, but I'm enjoying it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome, and um, you know, to touch on a few things you just mentioned, it's about finding what works best for them. You know, the self-healing and um. I totally get that vibe with everything that you put on that page as well. It's awesome. Like what people, yeah, I guess need to understand is that, you know, the the most powerful thing that they can do is take control of their own life and um, they can actually control a lot of, of their own health as well. So, I mean, that's amazing. And, and another thing too, like I'm not knocking hospitals, like you said, you know, there's a pandemic at the moment and all of these healthcare workers are doing an amazing job. Um, and I think it's also different in New Zealand as well because we're far removed from a lot of that other stuff. And as a as a country, you know, with we're lucky enough to have things that aren't as heavily altered as other countries. But yeah, um, a lot of the information that you put out there is amazing, and you know, you see a lot of people interacting and engaging. And I'm hoping that they're uh, you know able to take take what you're giving them and, and apply it as well in a positive way to to have some some changes in their lives. So yeah. Thank you. That's, that's an awesome page that you have going and hopefully it grows like three, four times as big as it is wow. now.
1: So nice of you, Adam. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. It's really cool. cool.
0: Yeah. So, um, with this page and sort of the current situation we're in, do you have any sort of tips or recommendations that people might be able to kind of utilize at the moment that they can then also take into, let's say, normal life when they come out of lockdown? Any
1: yeah um, one thing I've found recently, like is playing music when I wake up in the morning. Um, they're just kind of like just kind of like it just helps any kind of um, old thought patterns or anything. it just wakes me up, gets me in the mood, so I highly recommend music uh, just for um, maybe. You don't want to start your day with something pumping, but it just wants to start your day with something mellow or just a way for you to tune into how you're feeling. If you can put that into a song and you can find that and then you can just just be aware of that. And and if you're feeling a bit down, it can take you where you want to be or or vice versa and stuff like that. So yeah, I recommend some music uh, for yourself. Um, I also think that this is a time for the areas within yourself that you want to upskill that you haven't had the time to upskill in. So, like, I'd I'd choose one, but if if we've got longer, one, two, three things that you can do to upskill in your individual life that you've always wanted to do. Like, if you've always wanted to cook, but you're a crap cooker and you know that you need to cook for yourself to make yourself more healthy, but you don't, uh, then do it. Like, this is so cool. This is an opportunity. So I'd say learn how to cook for yourself. Um, Learn how to do things that you always wish you had time for. And I'd just choose one. just Mm. one thing and then once you sort of, got that going it's just going to give you so much confidence and and then when this lockdown's over you're going to be able to apply these new things without Mm. having to juggle life while trying to apply it you can literally go cool because how many times has somebody said i wish the world could just pause for a minute like Mm. man i wish everything could just stop so i could just get a grip on blah 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 and now the world has and um to think about those things that are really going to help yeah i think cooking for some reason i think it's just such a massive thing and meal prep and all that kind of stuff so i would really recommend to get it get your head around and if if it's not a frequent thing for you get get, you might get into a good routine for cooking Mm. uh, and for yourself um because it can be something that people just put you know put aside uh another thing that i felt was really important is if you are communicating with people to do it via visual face to face not phone calling or texting i think uh, we're lacking human connection and, and we are deprived of touch enough as it is. So I think anytime you talk to someone, just do the video call if you can. Um, I had a good friend of mine that was quite paranoid about video calling and she's actually been working on her ability to video call over this time when she was so actually quite scared of it, unconfident, hated it. Now she's like, hey, I don't mind video calling. It's boosted my confidence so much and I'm like, good on you. And she herself, being someone that deals with a few uh, mental problem, issues, found that it really helped her to see faces all the time. So I'd highly recommend, if you're gonna call, go face, face to face. Um, another thing I recommend is finding ways to harness your creativity. Um, we are creative beings. like That is our absolute biggest main power. Um, and don't just put it to one corner of a creative skill create your way out of an issue, create your way out of a frustration, create your way out of a problem rather than um, being annoyed that you have a problem. I think um, there's so many ways we can do these things. So I'd say people really uh, encourage people to harness their creativity about some things that they can't feel they can get around or, uh, you know, just things. And there's lots of different ways to do that. It's just really taking a different approach and a different perspective and a different angle. Uh, another thing I really highly recommend is grounding yourself. It's one of my favorite things to do. So the first thing I get up get up in the morning um, is just go outside, stand on the grass, breathe in the air. You've got all the spare time to do that. So just stay grounded because it's really hard to, to um, you know, Thoughts are very powerful Emotions are very powerful So the one way for them not to take over us In a negative way is to be grounded So mm. connect with Mother, mother Nature as, as much as you can That's where we come from, that's our source So really recommend people to, Obviously in your backyard <laughs> Not yes. going, you yeah. know Don't go anywhere, stay home But there's so many ways you can ground yourself In your backyard, you can stand on concrete If you don't have grass um, mm. You can breathe You can just, you know, do that by setting your intention, um, which is quite powerful. Uh, And uh, I think one more thing I'll add to that is um, create a morning routine now Mm. that you've got the chance as well. If you're a person that gets up and goes straight to work, or maybe you get up and you have breakfast and you do a couple of things for yourself and then you go to work, um, create a morning routine that you can actually keep in your life happening when you go back to work or something like that that really feeds you um, things you need mentally, things you need for your soul. Uh, I think for me, I'll get up and I stretch every morning or do yoga or something like that. Um, I'll have my apple cider, I'll ground myself on the grass. Uh, Little things, uh, these things may be boring to you, so it may not work for you, but if you can have a morning routine that's got nothing to do with your phone, nothing Mm. to do with where you've got to be, uh, and nothing to do with any expectations that you have of yourself, it's, it's just a very good way to set your day, set your tone and to connect with yourself before you go then into your activities. Um, and yeah, be mindful. The last, I keep saying the last thing, but one more thing is be mindful of information. Um, we are a product of our own thoughts and we're a product mm-hmm. of the people around us. So um, it's very important to stay informed. Um, but find the information that really gets you going and just be careful of how much you... Um, how much information you're taking in from different sources. So keep it, you know, keep it varied. Um, and just be aware of what state that information puts you in. And if mm. it, you know, does it give you power? or Does it take power away from you? Does it give you life? Does it take life away from you? And then that's where you'll know how much of that information you can have and where your boundaries are. So setting those boundaries, I think of information, what you're taking in, what you're feeding yourself is, is important just so that, yeah, you don't, your reality still stays um, centered and serving for yourself. Um, yeah, and that's kind of like the main, the main ones I had in my mind. Um, and if you've got, not, not only in terms of cooking and upskilling, like I said, you've got time to also upskill in an area that uh, is more mindful So like obviously meditation or something, but if that's not your thing, you can literally, one of my favorite things to do is reflection. Mm. So um, we have such an opportunity to wake up and be ourselves rather than do what we normally do. So uh, one thing I've been doing is I like to achieve a lot. I like to juggle a lot, but I've really slowed down and had to almost get to know myself all over again and what my state of being looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I just be um, obviously there's a way to be productive while you be and there's a way to be unproductive but just really getting to know myself all over again I really encourage people to get to know their authentic self when they don't have a schedule and what that looks like um, mm-hmm. and you know talking about reinvention if you don't you know, like your job or whatever you can still go back to your job but you can get to know you who you are outside of the things that you actually do and I love that idea. I, as much as I'm a dancer, singer, poet, whatever, that's I'm still an I'm still a person. Yeah. Besides all of that, and um, people expect me to to be these things, and I I take those expectations, and then I actually run around trying to be these things that people expect. Um, and so I'm really enjoying just being and and going. Okay, cool. No schedule. Don't have to run after anything. So what what does my life look like without all these other things in it? And you may need these things for self identification that's totally cool, um, but yeah think about who you are that internal dialogue without um, things that you're having to without a schedule I, I mean it's pretty I'm still even figuring out what that looks like <laughs> but it's it's fun it's fun to be able to pause and to look at those things so yeah I think those are the main things um. About the main things that I sort of have taken away from this experience and from this lockdown uh, as soon as the lockdown happened I got stu- I got weirdly excited about it because <laughs> yeah I, I really enjoy just rediscovering myself today because every day is a different day as soon as you know yourself you are changing and then you'll be a different person next year and a different person next month and if we don't have time of reflection or t- even just 10 minutes a day of reflection we can all oh, you know, quite over time, not even know who we are sometimes, or think we do, Mm. so yeah, I just encourage people to go inside, make sure you know, you you know who you are, and and be ready for that to change, and just enjoy, enjoy it, and uh, my kind of quote that I've been living my life by is, um, you know, if you have a decision to be right, or be kind, be kind um, to yourself, rather than, you know, just all the self judgment and stuff like that. So really be kind to yourself while you have the opportunity not to um, be hustling <laughs> like we do so well. But yeah, I think that's pretty much most of my, most of my main, main tips that I recommend.
0: Absolute knowledge there. I mean, if, if nobody can find anything that, that they can latch onto there, I mean, they shouldn't be listening to the podcast. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's amazing yeah amazing tips there and um you know some of the things that you spoke about you know finding finding yourself and um not being bound to like as you said you know dancer singer poet like at the end of the day you are you and Mm -hmm. those are things that you enjoy and those are skills or passions that you have but you're not the dancer the poet The singer. And this is a good time for people to, as you said, take a minute. The world is pretty much on pause. Like find out who you are. Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you stressed in your nine to five? Are you just, you know, are you just a a mouse on the wheel? Like you can take this time, think about it, and maybe you might find something that you haven't done before. Like in reflecting, you might start writing down your feelings you might start journaling mm-hmm. or as you said listening to music finding new new music that speaks to you or just finding new crafts and ideas but 100% agree with you like taking the time right now to find out who you are and sort of what your journey is and where you are on that journey i think is mm-hmm. is an opportunity that who knows if we'll ever get an opportunity like this again but it's important to just embrace the pause and yeah, make it work for you.
1: Especially in relationships, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but obviously if you're not living with your partner or if you're not married, um, what an amazing time to to, um, bring a lot of healthy practices back into a relationship that you might have with someone or someone that you might be seeing, Um, because I believe on working on relationships, but I also believe that when you work, when the individuals work on themselves, the relationship um, does flourish, you know, mm. without having to try work on a relationship. So if you are in a relationship with someone and you're not able to see them at this time and you're hurting and, and it is hard, like I, it is quite difficult. Um, but I think you can, you can look at it one way or you can look at it an opportunity to go, I can actually better my relationship because I get this time to work on who I am. Mm. And that is just going to make the relationship 10 times better, you know? Yeah. So just for those that are out there in relationships, Um, I give give you all my love and I hope you guys are doing well but just know what a cool opportunity to just go inside and and, and work on you and then create those practices so that when you come out of lockdown you go back into this relationship um, you know what that feels like you know what it feels like to have a relationship with yourself and to work on you while you're in a relationship and, and, and hopefully you won't compromise that as much when you go back to having all this time with this person again uh, and I think that's phenomenal. And um, yeah, I really, I really hope that people can do that. Yeah, in some way yeah. for them.
0: And, and even if you are together, I mean, it's still a uh, uh, an unreal and a, just a crazy time that we're in. So even if you are in a relationship and you are together, it's probably a lot more time than you would have spent with your loved one before. So <laughs> yeah. you know, things can can start wearing pretty thin quite quickly. So. Um, it's also a time where you can work together on a relationship if there are any, you know, issues or splinters in that as well. So, um, and and take that time, as you said, to 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 centre yourself or go take a walk, um, ground yourself, and you can still do that on your own even though you you live together. So, you know, if you're far away from your your loved one or if you're together. These are, these are practices that you can take and apply in, in any situation. So, yeah, yeah. that's another good thing as well. Mm. <clears throat> um, so, just uh, a couple more things before we wrap up, but what are your sort of definitions or ideas of success?
1: My definition of success um, having the people around you that you love. Like, I really believe in people and um journeying with people and i really want to wake up one day and, and have the people that i love so much and that love me around me um because i could be as successful as i want to be but i, I mean I, my life is so rich because of the relationships that i have in my life and because of the people So i'd hate to that, that that's success for me as much as it's got nothing to do with what i'm doing um, but these people have everything to do with my success up until this point So, um, my idea of success is, yeah, having, having thriving, authentic relationships with people around you and, and, and having that, 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 that. um, it's also my idea of success is always also being able to look at yourself in the mirror and know that, yeah, I'm being me. Mm. Like my reflection of my success is exactly what's in here as well. It's the same. It's not like. You'd be that person on stage and then you're someone else and then you know that gives you heaps of money but I want to look at myself and be like yeah I have a full true expression of my success and it's exactly who I am and it's not separate to my authenticity as a human being so I like to be able to look at myself in the mirror and go like oh yeah cool I'm happy with what I see and I'm happy with you know and you know cool I can die tomorrow and I'll be happy or whatever um but also I think definition of success comes in many forms um I think it's good to know that you have proof of your work. Um, I think success is the impact around me. So I didn't know if my secret self-care page was even something that I was gonna continue doing. It was just something that I just sort of tried. And how I knew I was being successful in that is I was getting a lot of private messages from people, thanking me and things like that. So when I can see that it's having an impact, then I feel successful. Um, over overseeing say my bank account going like massive, that's not success for me it's as much as that's so important. it's not something that I separate from it, but um, when I see the impact of around me of people actually being helped and supported or uh, say my poem helped someone or the song helped someone through a time, just the the impact you can see the ripple effect so I think hearing from people that it's actually changing their lives in some way cool, then I know like I'm doing something I'd rather hear that from someone over a thousand likes um it's just a different feeling of success for me I think so yeah um yeah so pretty much sums up being happy with who you are being really happy with who you are your expression the impact that you having with people and um yeah kind of really simple things I guess
0: mm. awesome really love that definition and um, one thing that I've really found interesting is that with every single podcast I've done so far, every episode is that um, every definition has been different, which is great. You know, there's no one one size fits all. Um, but yours, yeah, really enjoyed hearing your story, the authentic journey that you've taken, and how true you stay to yourself as well. I'm um, pretty sure that there will be a ton of people out there that can relate to your story and and really enjoy the knowledge that you shared um, today. So thank you Thanks again for that. that. Um, so before we head off, is there anything else in general, any other wise words of wisdom that you'd like to share that don't specifically relate to your yeah. Facebook page or dance or music or just anything in general?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think, um, I could say a few things, about- one thing I think is, like, I would recommend for people is to keep it simple. Um, you have the answers, you know what I mean? Like, you really do. And when you keep things simple, um, they can surface a lot easier. Or like if, like you said before, if you have an argument and you're living with that person in a relationship, a walk can literally do so much more than you could ever imagine but it seems so boring and it seems like nothing's happening. So you don't want to do it. Or when I'm writing a song, I'll get so into it and like, think about everything, a single thing about it, like analyze everything. And, you know, and then I'm like, Oh, I don't really like the song anymore or whatever, but it can kind of bleed into everything, but keep it simple. Keep your life simple. It doesn't mean that it's lazy or easy. It's just operating from your heart soul essence and i think the journey of life is going from mind to heart that's like a lifetime journey but Mm -hmm. if you can if you can do one thing and then keep it simple and not overcomplicate things for yourself and because you know that the answers actually live in you they are they don't come from somewhere out here um then that can really, that just that perception can really help us tap into our infinite existence. Obviously, people have heard before that we're, you know, we're not our body, we're not our mind, we're not our thoughts. So I think when you can keep your life simple, um, and just kind of do the first thing that comes to mind, or keeping it simple, that whisper, that intuition can come through a lot stronger. Um, there's a lot of things that can kind of help people in that area. So Um, i've complicated my life a lot by overthinking things or trying to do things right um Mm. and so i think keep it simple and i think it's a very um much more fun way to self-discover and and, and achieve things that matter to you Mm. so yeah that's probably what i'll leave you with
0: (laughs) awesome i appreciate that and um yeah keep things simple I, i i strongly agree with that and um one thing that I've kind of worked on in the past couple of years is um, put yourself in situations that make you feel uncomfortable. Like, be yes. vulnerable.
1: Be vulnerable. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I was actually wrote that down. I really wanted to say that. So I'm glad you brought it up. But, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, like,
0: about it. I mean, for me, yeah. doing a podcast, like, you know, am I some sort of narcissist that thinks that I have so much information to share with the world? No, I'm just doing something that makes me feel vulnerable and uncomfortable and you know i'm learning just like anyone else along the way but hey and if you don't if you don't put yourself in a situation to feel vulnerable or afraid Mm -hmm. you can't grow and you can't learn and you can't make mistakes you got to make mistakes to learn to move forward
1: yeah you couldn't have said it any better adam that's that's it and and that vulnerability uh, even with my page um i feel uncomfortable and stuff but it's a sense of contribution you know Mm. like I'm not going to get it right. I, have, I make mistakes and things, but I think human beings need that sense of contribution somewhere. Mm. And getting out of your comfort zone, it is just the most, it's hard, but it's fun. Like, I think I've got another saying that I'll leave um, everyone with um, that I got from a guy named George Kavasilis. that if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Mm. And you could do that in everything, you know, so while you're being vulnerable or while you're stepping out of your comfort zone, find a way to make it fun. Or if you're doing things that are so boring, like, I don't know, having a shower or blah, 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 or putting the dishes away. Like how can you make that fun uh, for yourself? Um, yeah. And then as soon as you think about how you can make it fun, it's quite amazing how all of a sudden you become present mm. and you're in the moment because, you know, and then, and you can just switch things up a lot, a lot. And yeah. So if you're not, you know, have fun, get out of your comfort zone, um, because you break that illusion of fear, right? You just go, oh, this yeah. is so scary. And you're like, oh, wow, it's not real. I'm actually super amazing. And yeah, the, the cycle of getting out of your comfort zone over and over again, I think is the best way if you want to work on confidence. Mm. And as much as I seem like a confident person, confidence was something I really had to work on big time. Mm. Um, and so getting out of that comfort zone is just the f- most, that's where you feel like you're thriving over surviving. It's a really great place to be. Mm. Thanks awesome. for saying that. I'm glad you brought that up
0: all good all good and there was just one more thing i just keep thinking of more things like you but (laughs) a lot of the dancers and like b-boys you know specifically is the each one teach one you know so i feel like again it's not like i know everything but if i've learned somebody from someone that i looked up to or see as a role model um why not share that knowledge with other people who may not know it so that, and that's the way i see the secrets for self-care as well you know you're like you're teaching people what you've been gifted with this knowledge and this skill and you're not being greedy you're not keeping it to yourself you want everyone to be aware of the simplicity of life and the importance of healing um mm. and how they have over their own life as well so
1: yeah absolutely yeah that's for sure i mean Oh, I almost was like even thinking I might stop the page or whatever. Cause it does look like I, you know, the, the way it comes across people think, oh yeah, she's like, you said, like does someone think you're a narcissist that does this podcast thing thinking, mm. but it's not, I mean, it's it, again, like you said, it's just that contribution and it's like, cool. I don't want to keep this all to myself. Um, you know, I don't want to be a gatekeeper and I see a need for mm. it because there's a lot of things out there that are making people unhealthy So yeah, it's just bringing that balance and uh, I probably would have stopped by now, but people are saying they're enjoying it. It's bringing value to their life. So I was like, okay, cool. Well then yeah, I'll keep going. But um, I think, yeah, as long as everyone knows it, everyone's human and I really hope that that page can be something where people can share their version of self care. Cause I'm only one person. So Mm. I really hope that in future as it grows, people feel confident to, Put their own post up or something that actually enables their self-care and self-healing um to grow uh, there's not a they don't have to but i think as soon as someone hears from something else it gets someone soon as somebody else speaks it can be more exciting sometimes than the same person yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah i hope to hopefully there'll be a more a, an interactive community so we'll see we'll see how yeah. it goes
0: well yeah definitely don't stop the page keep it up it's amazing the way you've been doing there is amazing um, so happy to hear about the journey that you're on at the moment. Um, and yeah, would be happy to get you back on for another episode, you know, maybe in a couple of years, couple of months, whatever, when you've uh, kind of reached a, a new point in your journey. But um, definitely appreciate you for taking the time today. Um, thanks, yeah, Adam. A lot.
1: yeah, no, it's special to be a part of your awesome podcast and everything that you're doing. And um Again thank you for being confirmation that well, I'm I'm doing something good. Yeah, <laughs> no, you
0: don't, don't need that confirmation but um <laughs>
1: yeah thanks.